0: Now, uh, you know, if you are performing in Konara or Kajuraho, it's not possible to just to do a solo because it's such a huge stage now. Stages are huge. And that's that's how uh, uh, there is a change in paradigm now in terms of the composition, which we have kind of pioneered right from the beginning.
1: Welcome to Indian Artpreneur, I am your host, Shwetnag. On today's episode, we have Datuk Ramli Ibrahim, dearly addressed as Ramliji, the Artistic Director and Chairman of the Sutra Foundation in Malaysia. Ramliji is a cultural icon who has performed internationally for more than four decades. His rigorous training in ballet, modern, and Indian classical dance reflects not only his diverse technical accomplishments, but also his multifaceted approach to the performing arts. Today, Ramliji is known for single-handedly establishing Odyssey as a recognizable and widely appreciated dance form in the country, while creating a distinctively Malaysian interpretation of this ancient tradition. The President of India awarded Ramliji the prestigious Sangeet Natak Academy Award in 2011, the first ever for a Malaysian. He was most recently confirmed the Padma Shri Award from the Government of India in 2018. Namaste Ramliji, Welcome to Indian Artpreneur.
0: Namaste Svashnak.
1: So my first question to you Ramliji. In many of your videos on social media, we noticed several plants, paintings and cats around you. We also heard about how you never miss your morning coffee. Could you talk about your love for animals, plants, painting and coffee too?
0: Yes, um, I think I am one of those privileged ones who have caught up my life is art and art is my life. And somehow I have worked out a kind of a oasis around me where I'm able to indulge in the very thing that I'm passionate about. Um, I do feel that once you're on top of your field, uh, you are relatively, um, relatively okay financially, um, uh, in that sense that you are not doing your work for money. It never occurs to me as I have to entrepreneurship my art as much as I have to really, uh, share, uh, my art to as much people as possible. And once I have a lot of uh, uh, students, uh, uh, I want to see that their talent or developed. I can see that the more they perform, the more we we share, we we expand our art, uh, the deeper is the relationship with the art. And it is something that will touch them forevermore. And uh, for this matter, I never kind of put um, uh, money uh, into uh, the relationship with my art form. That doesn't mean that I come in cheap um, at all. So uh, so that that uh, will have to be dealt with in a different kind of, uh, almost a separate issue. But that doesn't mean that sponsorship, uh, proposal, preparing for sponsorship and all that is something uh, uh, I don't... uh, In fact, I I, I find that sponsorship of artistic things matters, and they are one of the most um, uh, challenging area in the life of an artist. Um, So uh, when you say that, how come paintings, uh, plants, cooking, gardening is part of my life. I've always made that into a totality of my lifestyle. And that becomes uh, a kind of a Sutra brand uh, also. And uh, so if you come and visit a uh, uh, Sutra Foundation or Sutra House, people entering the, uh, our gate or people entering my house, which I'm about to give to the foundation, will say that this doesn't look like a place of a struggling artist. (laughs) So so I have friends who said that and I almost kind of uh, whack him in front of my sponsors, Um, um, but it is not. So uh, we, in our entrepreneurship, uh, we don't kind of beg for money, we say that, do you want to uh, co-brand with us? Or do you want to partner us in our things? But if you don't, that's your problem. You know, you are dealing, you're looking at the real McCoy and then go ahead and deal with the the rest of mediocrity <laughs> that is around. So so I, I don't kind of um, uh, put myself down when I deal with uh, arts bureaucrats or potential sponsors, uh, in getting money for Sutra Foundation. That doesn't mean that we are, we get it easy and we are one of uh, 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 the top uh, performing arts company. And yet, because I am doing Indian classical dance, which is not the major, the main streamline uh, of, of, of the, the main mainstream um, performing arts in Malaysia, then we, usually get sidelined in terms of sponsorship but we actually are one of if not the major company that is able to have a main, mainstream performance in one of the bigger theatres and not just for one day but what for one say one week in Kuala Lumpur which do not have as uh, as big a population as say Chennai or Mumbai you know so I'm Uh, uh, usually when I perform in Chennai, Mumbai, Delhi, I'm quite appalled that I have to only perform for one day and not for at least two days or three days for that matter. So, you know, with that, that kind of population.
1: Can you tell us something about your parents and how your childhood influenced you?
0: No, so my parents are not artistic. Perhaps my mother has artistic inclination. So I never go, uh, they never send me to uh, a dance class or a music class or painting class, though, as a child, uh, I was very artistic. So, uh, you know, I was even singing. Uh, So in that sense, um, you know, I I sing uh, my Carnatic or Bharatanatyam uh, items when I'm teaching. I also take the Natubangam for them for my Arangetram and all those things. Uh, so that helped me. So when I was a child, I had a radio series on my own for a couple of years where I go to the radio station and literally uh, handle it on my own. Wow. Uh, and, you know, I, I get a salary and paid uh, a band would come and pick me up and uh, send me to that. And I, you know, I would have a radio uh, uh, station kind of thing where I just talk.
1: One of the uh, interviews you say that um, that your mom um, had a profound influence on how detailed she is isn't it? Yes so
0: um, as a lot of us especially Indian uh, males the mother influence is very strong you know and my mother as I told you has is possibly the one that is most artistic she she does a lot of she's a wonderful cook she makes incredible cake which you know she uh, for just special kind of uh, orders she takes on you know i mean she sows so well she's you know she plants you know so she kind of uh, developed and encourage my artistic inclination. Uh, And so I I take it for granted. You know, know, I mean, my house was surrounded by animals, uh, uh, cats, and no dogs. um, uh, Because being a Muslim, uh, cats, fish, birds, you know, all kinds of things. chickens, you know.
1: Okay. When you left to Australia to do mechanical engineering, were you already inclined towards taking ballet?
0: But you must remember that before going to Australia, I was in the Royal Military College. So I was in this military college where I wear army uniform I you know uh, for one year I swing my arms going to the dining room or going to class and things like that I wear a chapal just what you find in India um, and uh, you know I go for drill it so happens that I was a swimmer which was very good because instead of going to drill all the time I would go to a, a swimming pool and train um, so uh, so right after, uh, you know, my secondary school, I was in this military college. So in, the, in even in the secondary school, I, I, you know, I was singing, I was winning talent competition and things like the smaller ones uh, at, the, at the school and all that kind of thing. But at the Royal Military College, all these were, were completely suppressed. Uh, and so when I went to Australia only to do my matriculation that I, literally immediately went into a modern dance class. I went to a ballet, a ballet teacher saw me, my talent. I, I started enrolling into ballet classes immediately. My talent was found by the uh, Western Australian Ballet Company. I was in, I was doing uh, um, even musicals and things like that. So that exposed, and I, I, I took my my um, uh, examination in ballet right up to, the advance, uh, and I didn't do the Royal Academy, I did the Giacchetti method, which is supposed to be more difficult, and especially, uh, for, it's, it's stronger for the boys, uh, for the male dancers. So, I did all that, and eventually, um, after I got my degree, and after I was there, I decided, and I won a scholarship to the Australian Ballet where I thought, and this is a very good thing, is I thought that I should consolidate my technique in ballet uh, uh, and not perform at all. So at this ballet school, which which is really the national school, it's like the Royal Academy in, in, in London, uh, uh, this is just, you know, there were only about ten male dancers from all over Australia, and I was one of them. And, and uh, from there, when I graduated, I was taken by this wonderful choreographer uh, from Australia by the name of Graham Murphy to to uh, to into his newly formed company called the Sydney Dance Company, and I was I was able to stay also as a choreographic kind of mentee for him, uh, and and I had to argue. Uh, my case because I was already a Colombo plan student doing engineering and uh, I should have gone back to uh, to service my my grant but but I, I I went there and with with the Sydney dance company I traveled all over the world for seven years mm-hmm. um, you know but at the same time I was doing Indian classical dance uh, kind of uh, under uh, uh, Another name, uh, Ramachandra, and uh, this is where where I had two kind of a pers- personality as an Indian dancer and also as a kind of a, a neoclassical classical ballet modern dancer with the Sydney dance company and wherever I go, whether it was New York or London, I would meet up with all the great names of Indian dance. In New York, I met up with Indrani Rehman. In in London, I would meet up with Ram Gopal, stayed with him, uh, look at his lifestyle, you know. And uh, in 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 Paris, I would meet up with some other people, you know. So so that's that's the kind of life. And and at the same time, whenever I have a holiday, I would go to uh, uh, to Chennai. And when I went to Odyssey, I, I went to uh, Puri and uh, Bhubaneshwar. Uh, to deepen my, my relationship. It's almost at that time, uh, especially Odysseus, an anthropological uh, study of the dance because uh, though the pioneering of Odyssey had started, but it has not kind of have a sweep yet. I'm talking about late 70s, early 80s, where all the gurus of Odyssey were still alive. And also even Bharatanatyam I mean, in terms of Rukmini Devi was still alive. Adiya Lakshman had left, uh, uh, you know, my guru in Bharatanatyah, uh, left, uh, left Kalakshetra and started on his own. He had just left uh Bajan to Malabali and all those kind of things. Fantastic. Uh,
1: then in 1983, you returned to Malaysia to establish the Sutra Foundation.
0: Actually, Swatinaki, when I was in New York, I found uh, my the, the administrator of uh, the uh, Sydney Dance Company told me that they cannot renew my... my uh, my (laughs) overstayed visa anymore, that I would have to return back to Malaysia, so I was kind of a down, uh, uh, crestfallen, Uh, so I said I was right on top of it, Um, but you know what happened is that when I was in Malaysia, I was actually finding it also very interesting, and I was working with with many of the uh, younger dancers, mainly traditional dancers, but also some modern dancers. Okay. And uh, I I was interacting with them uh, in a very deep uh, manner, uh, um, whereas in Australia I felt that I was skimming through the surface you know uh you know the, my relationship with people were fantastic i was going to the sydney opera house every every night i was uh, looking at uh, dame jones sutherland's uh, um, you know i mean i was i, w- I was there i was uh the, the door had opened for me were well, open for me for any shows at the Sydney opera house and there was a, that was the labor government time when arts became fantastic so it was really opening up in Australia and I was kind of able to, to, you know, I, so, so the Australian art scene were very close to me, very close in the sense that I know them very well, both the visual and uh, the performing arts, because I was also helping a friend to transcribe a lot of the, a lot of the uh, interviews with some of some of the artists, both visual uh, composers, artists, uh, and, and, and dancers, you know. So the, the Australia Council was forming this kind of archival uh, uh, material. So I, I was transcribing for my friend. So I think I, we, we did around about 90 over uh, transcribes. Wow. Of, of artists so so i knew it very very well so i knew about the formation of the australia council and you know so i i was i was aware of people like patrick white or um the Nobel laureate uh uh you know so my my circle of friends in australia though uh you know we we kind of think australia as a little. Bit down under, but I was mixing with people who had come back from from Europe back to Australia. To at that time there was a renaissance of arts in Australia. Yeah, so uh, you know I was I was kind of a, not only aware of it, but I was kind of part of it, uh, both the, in in terms of the composers um, and also the visual artists in Australia. So when I came back to Malaysia, and also when I foray. Uh, to India whenever I have the spare time, I was kind of a, an artist that, who is fully aware of both the contemporary modern and also the contemporary traditional uh, uh, reconstruction that was happening in in Bharatanatyam and in Odissi and I was very excited, uh, uh, it was an exciting period.
1: Fantastic. And then you start the Sutra Foundation in Malaysia in nineteen eighty
0: three. Not foundation; it was Sutra Dance Theatre. The okay. foundation in Malaysia was very difficult to get the status of the foundation. You you need to have, I think, about a million ringgit cash and things like that. Uh, you know, it was not. It was very very difficult. It was uh, through our pushing of that and uh, uh, pushing of of. of that because we know that only through the foundation that uh, the legacy, I thought Sutra was already forming the legacy in performing arts that uh, uh, that is unique, that it has to continue. So uh, I had a wonderful uh, house that was uh, from my father. So I, I gave this totally to the foundation. So that was the kind of the capital, the start of the Sutra Foundation. And we, we managed to uh, to kind of officially form it and launched it by the Minister of Culture at that, uh, at that time, Rais uh, Tim, uh, uh, to launch the festival at Istana Budaya, which is the, the major uh, uh, performing space in Kuala Lumpur. In 2007 only.
1: Oh, yeah. So your foundation started in 2007 then?
0: Yes. That creative wing of Sutra Theatre only started since 83.
1: Uh, Could you tell us your initial journey uh, of this Sutra dance uh, company, which you started uh, in 83? Uh, Was it difficult to establish yourself? How was Malaysia back then?
0: It was difficult and yet you don't realize it because uh, you you know, you're excited, you're young, you're full of energy, you are doing something new. And I was not just doing Indian dance, I was also doing a, a lot of contemporary modern works. I was commissioning uh, uh, composers to do works for us, you know, uh, Malaysian composers. And I was also very strongly aware of uh, the uh, contemporary modern movement uh from the world, whether it is Europe, America or Japan. So I think I had very strong contemporary music background, not classical as much as you know, Tchaikovsky or Bach or whatever it is, so, uh, or Mozart. So it took me some time to appreciate these people later, but I was very strongly contemporary. So the contemporary uh, com- composers in Malaysia, I, I, I knew then, and I started, uh, commissioning, at the same time performing uh, as a kind of a, a, a very, very, um, you can say that uh, a very uh, outrageously um, uh, confident uh, Indian classical dancer. And, and uh, Shwetan, I was not aware of the, 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 the fundamentalist Islam that is sweeping the world. So I was dancing uh, Shiva dance in the the tiniest kind of um, uh, langota Shiva costume ever, and when someone criticised me, and you know, I said, "This is how Shiva dance, you know, you don't expect him to." So I was I was uh, uh, I was quite, you know. I mean, people uh, I had a, a full house whenever I go here, and and I don't uh, need to. Uh, to have sponsorship or whatever it is because the uh you know at that time the sabas or the ent- uh, the other kind of entrepreneurs would, would want me to perform but the only thing is i need to perform sutra dance theater is because their concept of staging was very underdeveloped for me because i was already exposed to uh uh, uh sydney opera house or new york city center and all that kind of thing and and uh so I I hated the banner at the back, just like what you had once have in Madras, you know, uh, you know, uh, Sangita Abhibhiti Sabha at the back or whatever. So I said, no, I can't. it's always a constant, um, a constant um, uh, fight to say that I need a fantastic lighting, I must come with a lighting person and all this kind of thing, where is, uh, you know, all that kind of thing and no speeches and all that. So I needed to do my own, uh, 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 under my own umbrella, so to speak. And so uh, I had to perform Sutra Dance Theatre to be able to uh, um, kind of generate my own way of doing theatre work. When I started, the emphasis is on solos. It was Sutra that started to work on the group composition in a much, much more modern way because of the influence of uh, of, of modern dance, because influence of Graham, you know. So although they have a uh, um, uh, kind of um, what they call the ballet, you know, the Ramayana ballet and all that, kind of thing, I find them rather very staid and very kind of traditional in their approach. We are the one that do all kinds of work that I think... Now, uh, uh, you know, people are realizing in, uh, in Odissi or Bharatanatyam, different kind of way, uh, uh, that, that the group work, uh, has come to stay within, within, uh, uh the classical, uh, ballet, uh, the, 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 classical work like Bharatanatyam and Odissi, which was actually first, uh, uh, visualized as a solo, as a, a solo format. So, uh, this is, you know, you know now, uh, you know, if you are performing in Konara or Kajuraho, it's not possible to just to do a solo because it's such a huge stage now. Stages are huge. And that's, that's how uh, uh, there is a change in paradigm now in terms of the composition, which we have kind of pioneered right from the beginning. Why Sutra as a group still holding on the fort? Because now people are coming in, you know, I mean, people are new 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 uh, uh, group compositions are coming and there, I, I find it very, very interesting. Shamila Biswas is coming out, very interesting work, and many other, uh, uh, you know, I mean, of course, Madhavi Mudgal is coming in Odyssey with wonderful works. And and uh, I, I, I I find that the group composition in Orissa has yet to develop because they are forever look, doing it like looking at the tourism. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the group composition is very tourist kind of based there, so uh, I might be very unpopular if I, I, I say that this is one area that we have to look at and workshop a bit more.
1: Whenever I look at your performances on YouTube, what a fantastic lighting stage, the costumes! It it is so many dimension layering of a particular art or a craft. If let's call that a vision. I think it is a lot of uh, journey for you coming back to Malaysia and establishing that level of saying that, hey, the light should be like this, the costume should be like this. How was your initial thought process to make it real? How did you realize the whole concept? How long did it take? When I
0: was with the Sydney Dance Company, Graham is also a a, a Renaissance man in theatre. And uh, so, you know, I mean, uh, in choreography, I was taught by this wonderful guy by the name of blentedly from america you know and all that kind of you know these these are people who kind of it's you know it's um so is it's, it's like spirituality now when you talk about it it's not associated just one particular religion but it's kind of universal spirituality and this is the same with indian dance or modern dance but now i feel that the right kind of uh uh, you know, I mean, you know, you're no longer performing in the temple. The temple has now become the larger theatre. You know, and so you have to to uh, uh, make that. Uh, you know, especially in a large space. You know, you and and that goes on later on. You may like to question me about the composition and things like that. So everything comes together, and within that one and a half hours is is. Uh, thousands of hours of hard work from different sources, from lighting, costume, choreography, or dance composition, music, uh, uh, you know, everything comes together, even house management and all that kind of thing. So we, 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 we do think about that and, and we, we, we tend to bring that in into everything we do, even publishing in our publication. So I do say, for example, work with photographers, the best one, if not, we, we uh, cultivate them um, first. And Then, you know, uh, you know I mean, you, you probably have seen uh, our publications, uh, you know, they're usually uh, uh, the best in Malaysia at the moment in terms of dance and also can take on an international kind of thing. Um, so so I, I'm one of those people who are, uh, you know they they will say that oh he's such a perfectionist but actually you know you are immortalized in that in the, in those slides and you, you know i'm i'm not i'm not in it for the money i'm not i'm not, i'm i in, in it for something even more than money it's you know beauty the immortalization of of that that significant moment that heightened state you know a glimpse of something and you want to immortalize that so uh, so all that uh, comes in and and um you are you're aware that you have to work with professionals in lighting stage stage uh design uh, you know in, in in photography and things like that yeah
1: When it comes to the music for your choreographies, uh, for Indian dances, or even for your uh, theatre performances, how do you arrange this music? Uh, Especially if it's Indian, do you contact someone on phone and get it arranged? A long
0: time ago, um, you know, I mean, in Bharatanatyam, my guru Adir Kelakshman is at that time one of the great uh, uh, dance composer. You know, I mean, you you look. I I never used the word. Choreography also in Indian dance because you are taking you know I mean he, there's so much influence within that it's not really a one individual point of view also you know I mean even the music he has taken from traditional sources the varnam or the the uh, the kirtanam or whatever it is that's uh, you know um, but how does he also as the artistic director put it into a fantastic work and I've I've always uh, want that composition, so I try not to interfere in that solo composition of say Adyar Lakshman. Um, but in terms of uh, a group composition, I'm not going to have uh, five people doing exactly the same thing all the time. So we 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 are one of the people, uh, one of the pioneers, even in the late '70s, that have done a cross- cross kind of a uh, uh, cross, cross self space you know so it's not just frontal space cross diagonal spiral and all those kind of thing and even uh, Lakshman sir the late Lakshman sir um, was a little bit kind of how come what happened you know uh, you know so you know if you think of Alaripu if you look at Don't don't put them in a costume and just say that you just wear something black. And then you tell them, do exactly the same thing, but there is no front. Everywhere is your front. And you will find that someone else, what is that dance? That that looks so modern. That's very, uh, you know, in fact, postmodern, you know. So I've always uh, 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 you know I, there's many ways that you can you can you can play with spaces and how you 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 can do this so um in Indian dance, I try not to interfere with the vocabulary or the composition though in Odyssey I started to commission uh, new works, especially okay. when uh, when um, Deba Prasad died in nineteen eighty six and I happened to uh, work with my guru-bhai, uh, uh, Gajendra Kumar Panda, who's, who is a very, who has an outstanding uh, um, uh, knowledge in, in music, especially the one related to where he comes from, the Ganjam district where he could incorporate a lot of the folk element into into the work, into the sholokutu, uh, into the bowls, you know. So um, uh, say, for example, the genre called um, uh, mangalacharna or shtai, and I said, why can't you do something the same on the same format, but a different different subject, you know? So the shtai, for example, we've, we've had, you know, almost like a, the Kalucharan had only one tie, and we had about uh, eight ties that we had commissioned. And when we bring it back again to the uh, to Orissa, they, you know, they are, they're they quite kind of stunned by it and loved it at the same time, us for thinking about it. And um, um, and you know, it's like it's a case of uh, bringing um, bringing curry to Madras or coal to Newcastle, you know, and and telling all these people like you know, I mean. Like we've got now, uh, a distinctive Malaysian uh, dancers who are also trained. Like my body, uh, you know, I'm almost reaching 70 now, and you know, I mean, it's like you know, we had a, we have a very eclectic method of 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 uh, uh, teaching. So as long as the body is excellent, you know. So I'm not talking about the abhinaya, which I I find uh, is very, uh, you know, I mean, Lakshman said always told me that, you know, Ramli, our soil is Abhinaya. You know, I mean, that the Abhinaya comes from the soil, you know. So I always try to disprove him on this and always try to work out uh, my dances so that the Abhinaya is, is good mm-hmm. and strong. And whether or not I've succeeded is one thing, but it's, 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 it is true. Though we can technically uh, uh, make our dances uh, be... Uh, good training, but the abhinaya part of it—you uh, know—I mean, I don't have Kalanidi or who, all these wonderful artists, but I do try to bring out the various nuances and different, different options uh, in terms of um, uh, promoting rasa in the audience. You know, so uh, those, those those are the kind of areas that we, we the challenges in terms of developing CN dancer, then developing uh, a kind of a, a theatre space atmosphere so that they can, uh, you know, perform uh, perform and be looked at wonderfully, you know. So I, I do bring a lighting designer together all uh, whenever I perform, uh, I insist on doing that. So I don't have to worry about, uh, you know, I mean, uh, about lighting as many uh, as much as possible.
1: So, in terms of your com- uh, company format, you still keep the Sutra Dance Theatre, and also you have the Sutra Foundation.
0: Uh, under Sutra Foundation, now we have uh, three branches of, of uh, you know we 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 have incredible uh, exhibitions, uh, uh, very strong exhibitions. We have as much as nine or ten exhibitions uh, a year, and the income from the gallery, is far exceed the cl- uh, the classes that I run. So this is one of the things that we are managed to sustain the activities in sut- the Sutra. So our uh, gallery, and I've sort of promoted um, uh, more or less on, on figurative and especially on dance, the, ga- the gallery aspect. So under Sutra Foundation, we have the gallery aspect, then we have the... the uh, the teaching aspect, the academy, and also the Sutra Dance Theatre, where we do performances. Uh, you know? okay. So under that foundation, we have the three kind of thing. But also, you know, we have a lot of uh, uh, conferences, workshops to promote because without that uh, that background, the even the literary back- background in, in 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 performing arts or in 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 paintings uh, we cannot promote an intelligent audience
1: excellent uh, very good to know that uh, i recently watched uh, uh, correct my malay if it uh, is incorrect so i recently watched the videos on jarak angin and i may say what an amazing quality of performances you have there so the moment i saw it i couldn't resist subscribing to this channel right away on youtube
0: how wonderful that you do you said that because uh, you know it was very difficult for us to convince in fact we are now in the process of to, trying to convince uh, the government to help us to do a in too especially with the covid uh, wave that's coming so the online thing is it's 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 coming to stay though i i i you know i mean we tried Triple Frontiers is such a wonderful performance. And uh, we, 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 we had to postpone it twice. So it's only like last week that we managed to do it. And uh, you know, it's a three-day performance with to full house under SOP. So um, um, you know, I mean, I'm so glad that you saw Gera Angin. Gera angin means, you know, that title is fantastic. Angin is to 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 uh, to stir to stir your inner temperament back again or inner rasika again the wow. angin is an, a kind of inner temperament that is within you that you have to stir that again because only when that is stirred that your soul is activated so even a shaman uh, we have a, you know my Fulbright is is on shamanism traditional shamanism the shaman cannot start healing if his angin is not activated, okay. Gura angin is to move it, to stir it. Uh,
1: what was the vision? I mean, what do you what do you want to achieve with this? Because the quality of sound and everything is so fantastic. I mean, it's not compromised at any level. Uh, where do you want to see this vision?
0: Uh, because because again, uh, the the you know we some we had to do in a studio, some we had to do in a, even jazz. So I was responsible. Of thirteen of that seventeen works, and I really had to, uh, you know, be, because we didn't have uh, so much uh, budget. But um, I did uh, thirteen of the works uh, in in dance, in music, and also in uh, in um, uh, in theatre. You know, so so uh, so it was quite difficult for us to uh, to. Um, to negotiate that so that we have the best of the sound, the best of the lighting, and um, you know we are learning. And you know, so I think the next garangin which we will have a different approach, uh, and uh, I hope they will agree to our proposal so that we can we can still keep the fire alive during the COVID because that's a lot of artists out of work and all that during the COVID time, as you know. You know? I mean, we thought that, uh, you know, the worst is over, but apparently it's not. It, it, it is uh, still, uh, you know, COVID is still raging now with new variants and all that. Kind of thing. So that's very worrying, especially in India,
1: I see. Uh, did you face any situation where you had to compromise your values as an artist for a commissioned work? I think we, we ha- I mean,
0: all our life we, we compromise. But how much do we compromise is another thing. Uh, As long as we don't completely prostitute ourselves, uh, then that's fine. Um, um, uh, You know, but it's always negotiating with with, with that. And also in Malaysia, worse is because for the practitioner, the dancers, I don't want to call them practitioners, but the dancers, the scholars, the bureaucrats, there's a great disconnect. The scholars and the bureaucrats are well, you know. I mean, they're well ensconced in their uh, ivory towers. Um, they, you know, I mean, they've got fantastic salary, and there's, that salary is still going on during the COVID. Whereas the artists themselves are are literally uh, facing a survival uh, problem at the moment. So. Uh, You know, I mean, it's 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 all trying to convince, and also Malaysia also in a grip of all kinds of political problem, and one of them. I I mean, when whenever we have any of this problem, the arts is the first to go down as the least uh, looked after. So this is what happens. In you know, I mean, I am constantly also. Uh, having to remind people, I, you know in to a certain extent, I am also acting as an activist for for the performance, not for the scholars or the bureaucrats. And I'm having always having to to argue because fortunately, I'm articulate enough to put my my foot on that that area and argue the case that you know we need to uh, invest in the multidiversity of 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 culture. Uh, you know uh, we also had fought hard to say that Indian dance is also part of that experience of, of Malaysia, the multicultural uh, Malaysia and it is really good to uh, to promote you know I mean to mo- uh, it, 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 it is an antidote to extremism you know so all that is is, is one of uh, one part of it where, i think you know i mean people said oh why do you come back from australia and all that i mean i think you know once you decided that this is your place then it's it's become everything is part and parcel of your life and the fight for for whatever uh, uh good that you can do at that time is 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 uh uh you know you have to do it now uh um uh, you know for also for for the legacy that you're going to uh, present for the next generation. Uh,
1: you are conferred with Padma Shri and Datuk titles for your contribution to the arts field. Looking back, do you feel accomplished as an artist?
0: I. Uh, that's a difficult question because I never thought about it like, like that. So when I got the uh, the Sangit Nata Academy Award, I was facing so much problem in Konarak. I just performed in Konarak. And the whole of the Konarak uh, 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 writers were uh, kind of uh, putting me down. And I think it was Leela Benkataraman who actually gave me a fantastic review. And suddenly, I got a call to say that I've got the Sangit Natak Academy Award. And I was like surprised because I never lobbied for it. I never thought that as a Malaysian, I will ever be given um, uh sangit academy award and um and for the Padma Shri, uh you know i came back actually from uh from uh uh from Aurangabad um and i had just done a fantastic photo shoot at alora and, and had to go back into mumbai with uh, you know this is with a uh, time of india uh, a photographer who had followed us a Pratap, and i came back and uh, the the high commissioner, uh, um, uh, one of the most excellent high commissioners of India that we had, this T. S. Tirumurti. Call me up and say that uh, Ramli um, um, Ramliji, uh, if we give you a Padmashi, would you accept? <laughs> you know, and I said, what? <laughs> oh well, yeah, sure, I accept that. You know, but um, the funny thing is that when they gave me the datukship. You know for about two years, I didn't, I declined it, and I just said, You know, look, I, I, you know, I mean, I don't need a datuk shape and all that kind of thing, but but to be, um, you know, of course, um, I value the the Sangeet Natak Academy Award much, much more than the Padma Shri. I mean, of course, everyone will, will say, you know, I mean, Padma Shri has a certain political kind of thing, I and mean, I might be on the right time. Uh, politically to be acknowledged whatever whatever it is of course of course i am very honored to receive it and you know i mean uh to be in the Rashtrapati bhavan with all the greats of india to receive the award both sangeet natalie padma shree was one of the greatest experience for me and it was a
1: wonderful um, honor fantastic another interesting dimension i found was your interest towards cooking could you talk about it
0: God, rasa, uh, rasa is associated with cooking. I'm always surrounded by chefs, you know. Okay. Um, Yeah, in Malaysia, my friends are all the, the great chefs, you know, and they are actually performers. You know, as you know, that chefs cannot be just good in cooking, but they have to Project, and I'm talking about five star celebrities. Wow. So, whether it's Chef One or Isadora Chai or Chef Ismail, or now uh, even our board of trustees, uh, Shiva Raja, is a fantastic chef. And um, you know, so I'm surrounded with chefs. So, I am very, very much, uh, 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 you know, I mean, I think actually, uh, you know, most of our work is done on the dining table. So, okay. Uh, I, I bring people to negotiate uh, things into the dining table, you know, and over food. And when the food is good, everything will go smoothly and everything will be, okay, fine, Ramli, we'll give you whatever you ask for and, you know, <laughs> fantastic lunch, fantastic dinner. So I think food is, is, is the, you know, it is the, the whatever knots and bumps you have, you know, do it over food and you find that it's it. It will help you.
1: In 2013-14, Sutra Foundation, uh, I hear in one of your uh, speeches that uh, Sutra Foundation had literally uh, faced a lot of financial problems or some kind of problems. Could you talk about that? How did you come out of it?
0: We always, uh, you know, I mean, even when I was at the Sydney Dance Company, Mm -hmm. we always had a problem. Uh, Sydney Dance Company is always on the brink of being closed. But you know, what happened is that in a lot of the funding, sometimes mm-hmm. the community arts really like uh, work for the, for the, the, you know, um, and the serious art or, or those for excellence never kind of lobby the MPs or, or whatever it is to increase the, 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 the grants, you know. So in the end, they find out that, you know, I mean, uh, the, the, so, uh, the social workers had sort of work it out and I guess also uh you know though funding is important I mean when there is a change of government it depends on whether the government is is enlightened or not and unfortunately in Malaysia uh not many think that arts and culture is important for nation building so you find that the arts and culture has been switched on many times to different kind of thing. And even now we have that problem uh, in terms of uh, uh, funding, which also can can affect a CSR program of of corporates. So, I mean, I I don't want to boringly talk about how the corporates Follow also the political will of the, the, the government at that time. So 2013, 2014 would be the there might be a governmental kind of thing, and where where there is a, sh- a shift of uh, uh, um, uh, the 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 vision of the arts in terms of the government spending, it's it's not so good, you know. So you know. Uh, we, we, whatever it is that we, we do defend, depend on certain patron of the arts. I think patrons are the individual or corporate because, you know, I mean, Sutra has uh, increasingly have to depend on individual patrons, individual who are, who are, who understand how the problems, uh, how expensive it is to keep, to, you know, to sustain, uh, sustain the arts. You know, we had Maharajas last time or, or, you know, but we also need to have a a government who understand that, you know, you cannot have a business hub without the city also being a cultural hub. You cannot just have business, 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 you know, people eventually want to have a a fun time, but a a fun and also a, a stimulating time, you know. They want to listen to music, they want to go to theatre at nighttime. they want to have good food, they want to have uh, 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 good writing in the newspaper and all this kind of thing, you know, they want to read something interesting. So, so all that is important. So, uh, so when you, you started with the money thing, I'm not for it. I, I'm not thinking it's the, what we call the KPI, the index of success, for me, is not measured solely on money. It, it, it must be measured on other things also at its highest level. Uh, you look, you don't look at country because, because you know, everyone has got BMW or Mercedes Benz and all that.
1: Routine. Okay, what is your advice for entrepreneurs enter, entering this field?
0: But I think entrepreneurs also understand that they must have the content, good content. Okay, you know, um, then then when they promote they're not uh, they're not kind of uh, you know people are not disappointed with the with the product uh you know and so eventually you you need to you need to come to terms with the various areas of uh, uh, uh sponsorship marketing uh, uh areas of concept and all that kind of thing got to come together you know so uh, entrepreneurs you know nowadays uh, festivals are important the word the, the word festival itself has been devalued so much you know i mean uh, people have one day festival or what whatever it is but the entrepreneurs then uh, you know you 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 know last time we had the word impresario uh, now there's hardly any impresario anymore you know so the, the company itself or uh, needs to promote the work, and so you know you have to. For us, we have to start right. We we have so many areas. You know, I mean, we have the 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 dancers that are coming up. Then we have the established dancers who are also. You know, I mean, I have so many options of 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 works that we can do over a year, the big works, we we can only do two times a year, then we need, because we have to work so hard on it, we need to take it uh, uh, within the capital cities within the states of Malaysia, because we are one of the most uh, toured company, then we have to think of overseas to India, you know, I mean, India is a fantastic. Uh, I love performing in India. So, you know, I mean, there's Chennai, there's Delhi, there's Bhubaneshwa itself that we, we must perform. There was uh, Mumbai, there's Pune, you know. I mean, so there are options and, you know, we are already sending uh, our things. You know, there are festivals, there's a Konara there's a Kajuraho, there's many, uh, many other festivals that you, you, you keep. So, I mean, of course, Sutra has got an administrator that That sense is out, and there's of course there is America. I mean, we we got bored with America because it's too far away, and and um, I mean, Indian dance in America is, you know, I mean, we've we've already performed in in Asia Society where uh, where they would only have. Indians performing there, I re- really need to convince Asia society that there is also now non-Indians or non-Indian citizens. We have also performed in, in Carnegie Hall or the uh, the Kennedy Center and all that. So unless there are invitation for us to perform, uh, we, we hardly bother. We'd rather perform in India where, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I'd love performing, say, in Abhivirasa. There is fifteen thousand students. You know that kind of thing, where where are you know? Uh, you know, I mean, it's a, a lot of things. So the entrepreneur have got to be uh, to understand what 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 are the areas. And I'm just now talking about uh, talking about uh, Indian classical dance, but I have also a lot of contemporary works, as you saw in. In Angin, I have contemporary words now that I could uh, kind of entrepreneur to say the Georgetown Festival, which we will be performing uh, in July, and and I would I would uh, I would uh, kind of uh, um, promote uh, a, a Chinese modern dance or Malay modern dance, and we we say that we are doing uh, Indian dance that is. That has modernity within tradition. You know, I mean, you do, you you don't need to do be modern, modern. You know, I mean, people like um, people like Rukmini and people like Mirunalini and you know, are functioning with modernity within traditions. Also, so these are the kind of things that uh, Sutra is always looking at, and I I I have freed myself from a lot of uh, this uh, this kind of boxes and. I just go out there to find out where we can and tailor our work and entrepreneur it to depending on what the the say the the uh you know the promoter of the festival would want, otherwise we would do it ourselves uh we do a lot of uh, uh smaller works which I love because then I can see my younger dancers uh being exposed and you know I no longer. I just want to do a solo dance in in that, that, that kind of area is God. I mean, yesterday, uh, yesterday I had a lunch with one of the best uh, percussionists, for example, and I was listening at his work and he said that he's got new work. Oh, why don't we do this as a cabaret, for example? You know, I mean, this these are the kind of things that at the same time, I spoke to Githika Sri as to how we, you know, Two of my dancers, uh, my senior dancers, may not be around in June, and I'm looking at how we can um, show uh, show uh, you know tax that talent before they leave, uh, you know, for a few months, and then they come back fat. Um, uh, so, so you know, these are the kind of things. There's So many options on like that that I can take uh, to to continue being creative, to continue being, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be big time. It, it doesn't have to be the Edinburgh festival and all that. I think that those time for me is over and I'm not comp- uh, competing with Akram Khan or, or whatever. Good on you Akram, but you know, I mean, I'm fine here.
1: Oh, that's a fantastic advice. Thank you for mentioning that Ramleji. It is really a very good point what you said. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, I have to thank you for all the time you have given us, once again, accepting this uh, invitation and uh, being with uh, Indian entrepreneur for one hour and telling your journey, telling about how you have spent uh, your days at Sutra Foundation establishing this into a, what you are today as a brand, as a, as, and the contribution you're making to society is phenomenal. Thank you so much, uh, Ramliji. Thank you. All the best. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Ramlisi. All the best for you too. So, that brings us to an end of episode 10 of season 2, The Resilient Entrepreneurs. I hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation on Indian entrepreneur. Do not forget to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Facebook or Instagram for quick updates. We catch you soon on our next episode where we will be talking to entrepreneurs from Performing Arts Landscape of India. Have a good day.